seemingly couldn't get settled, didn't even hardly feel like we had nothing when we come to church tonight. Just felt plumb ashamed when we uh, come up and some scripture been on my heart and I just, like I say, I don't know, maybe some men, I don't know, I don't know why or how it's different, maybe it is different with them, but uh, I just, I just almost didn't feel like I had nothing and I got here and the Lord just kept on impressing this, the scripture I'd been reading harder and harder on me. I thought, well, Lord, I just can't get nothing out of it. Can't get there. And, uh, and like I say, people can think what they want to about me, Linda, but I, I'd like to be honest with everybody, but that's just where I was when I got here. And the uh, Lord just kept getting it heavier and heavier on me, and he started maybe opening up a little bit more and more of what he wanted me to see there. Uh, but but I want to turn, if you will, over in the book of Acts, in, the, in, in maybe about the 12th chapter, Like I say, let's, let's pray tonight. There's been a whole lot already said. Sort of goes along with kind of where my heart is here. Uh, but uh, but it'll take the Lord to, 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 to bring any of this out. But the 12th chapter of the book of Acts. I, I know this, this is something we've probably all read and heard and, and probably pondered on, meditated on, but... Uh, Lord, like I say, give us maybe a little bit and we'll try our best to read it here. <clears throat> it says, now about that time, now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it please the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to, to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came unto, upon him and a light shined in the prison and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. And so he, he did. And he saith unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed, and he went out and followed him and wist not that it was true which was done by the angel, but thought he, was a, saw, thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and the second ward, they came unto the iron gate that leadeth unto the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him, 
And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Know I now of a surety that the Lord hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from the from all expectation of the people of the Jews. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter, when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said unto her, Thou art mad, but she constantly affirmed that it was, was even so. Then said they, it is, an, it, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. And beckon, beckoning unto him, unto them with the hand to hold their peace, declaring unto them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, go show these things unto James and to the brethren. And he departed and went into another place. I'll stop right there. There's a thought on this scripture right here. As the Lord began to open it up unto me. I guess I sort of seen it just a little different than I had seen it. Uh, in a lot of times past. And, and maybe that's the reason Isaac that the, 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 maybe a little bit of the fear was on me there as we got to thinking on it and thought maybe we just didn't even need to read it tonight. But but I tell you as I got to as I got to thinking on on this scripture and I got to looking at it and I got to seeing how the Herod killed James and, and how he saw that it pleased the people. <clears throat> and the Bible said that when he saw that, that he went and he got Peter. And he took him down there and he put him in prison to do the same thing to him. And I, I thought about that and how Peter was, was laid up down there and, 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 in bonds and, and everything. And he, he was in there and had two soldiers around him, had a man keeping the, the door, Daniel, and had all these, uh, these, these different wards that he was, he was in there deep. And he was in there and things looked, looked uh, pretty much impossible for him. But, but as I got to thinking about that, I thought about how that it said there that the church was praying continually. They was at James's house, and they was over there, and they'd already witnessed uh, uh, one of their one of their fellow uh, uh, disciples and, 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 and seen him get killed, and they witnessed, and they realized that Herod was not playing around. They, uh, he meant business, and, and all the people, they meant business. And they really wanted to get him out of there, Corbin. They wanted him dead. And, and this was reality that was set right before them. But you know what the church kept doing there? I will tell you, they kept a praying. The church kept a praying. And they kept believing in their prayers. And they kept believing what God might would do through their prayers. But I, I got to thinking about where Peter was at as he sat down there in prison. And if you get to reading that, the, the things that kind of stood out to me, Greg, that I hadn't really uh, thought about so much there. You know what old Peter had pretty much accepted his faith. Peter pretty much accepted his faith. He was laying down there asleep. He didn't even 
had his sandals on, he wasn't girded up. He realized, hey, these soldiers on either side of me. Hey, I'm down in the midst of this place. Hey, the keeper is the door. It looked pretty grim. Even old Peter, I believe, laid down there. Jonathan lost his head. I guess I'm next. And I've got to seeing how, and I've got to thinking about our people in this world, and a lot of times we'll see them, and, and understand this, Peter, Peter was part of the church. Peter was part of the church. This wasn't praying uh, uh, for, for a man that didn't know God. This was praying unto a man that had preached the gospel. A man that knew the Lord down there. I'm going to tell you, I want this, and I guess maybe that's why I said what I did to start with. I want you to understand something they ain't one of us in here above getting down into a dark place in our life. They ain't one of us in here. Hey, that this old world can't imprison Isaac. And that they can't get a hold of you. And that they can't bring you down and you feel like you're getting ready to lose your life. Not one of us above it. This was a man of God that had preached the thousands getting saved. And here he was found and in the middle of a prison. And like I said, it looked like he doesn't accept his faith, Barbara. Had his shoes kicked off. He done laid back and went to sleep. And this it's, it's, is going to be my time. This is a church of praise. Like you, you know what, C.D.? That little old boy fell around your neck down there the other day. I remember seeing him. Here he called me up to tell me about him getting saved over there. Up in the old Green Valley one night. I remember getting a phone call, Judy. I remember getting to see that young man stand in the front of this church, Dana, and sing the praises unto God. It's been so I thought about Matthew White, young man that got a hold of my hand and just wept tears until my hand was soaked in this altar one night. I thought about some of these youngins and I saw about some of these others that's been saved and how the world surrounded them and got them in prison out here and it don't look like they're ever going to get out. They some that looks like they ain't no hope. As far as the way that the world looks at it. But you want to know something about the church? Hey, we look at things just a little bit different than everybody else. And some people up there praying continuously for Peter when he was down there in prison. You know what my heart's been telling this? I got to thinking about a burden. I got to thinking about the church getting under a burden. Yeah. Now we need to be praying to Jesus. Amen. Ain't nobody ever give up on you, David. Church loves you. And there are six. We got to keep praying to Jesus. You think the old prodigal out there, do you think his father, the prodigal son, you think that father ever quit praying for that boy? Even though he was out there wasting everything that he'd ever give him. Hey, even though he was down there eating with the swine, do you think he ever quit praying? I, I don't. Uh, no. 
same night Peter was asleep in between two soldiers bound with two chains and the keepers before the door kept the prison and behold the angel of the Lord came upon him I believe there's some of our people out there right now look down in the deepest darkest place of their life why you reckon the angel of the Lord came upon him there's a church a praying without such there's a church of praying continuously. You know what was coming the next day, Tommy Freeman? Hey, it's just a wait. Hey, it was his head the next day. Hey, that's what Harry had planned. It was going to be his head the next day. <sighs> but the angel of the Lord came upon the scene of this, didn't he? come out of there. And I'm going to tell you this, some of them's already just, just, just accepted their faith. They gave up early. I know some right now hey, that was deacons in the house of God. I know some right now that used to teach the Sunday schools. I know some right now that used to be prayer warriors in the house of God. Hey, 
come together and I thought about that tonight. We call this the midweek prayer service. We come together to do some praying, then we be calling on God. It ain't gonna be long. They're laying there sleeping in their little jail cell and they think I ain't never gonna get out of here. I'm just just waiting to die. Just waiting to die right here where I'm at. Angel of the Lord is going to come upon them. Peter oh, didn't know it when he first came in the room. No, no, no. Uh-uh, no, he didn't. He didn't even know he was so asleep. He didn't even know he was in the presence of that angel. Listen to this. And he smoked Peter on the side. And he raised him up saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. And he said, and he said, and the angel said unto him, gird thyself and bind on thy sandals. And he, and so he did. And he saith unto him, cast thy garment about thee and follow me. There's some of them still laying there. You know what? The angel of the Lord's coming upon them. I got faith in it. Oh, yes. I, I really do. Go over and read with James about what the prior faith can do. Oh, yes. Faith in the afflicted, let him pray. And I'm going to tell you, he says over in Galatians, he says to bear ye one another's burdens. You know what that's the church up there doing? Peter got down to a place where he wasn't even bearing his own burdens. He's just laying there sleeping, waiting on faith to come. Well, a preacher, I believe he was laying there in comfort. He was just waiting on the Lord to deliver him. Well, the way I read, he wasn't really looking for it. He doesn't take his shoes off and settle in. He didn't even know the angel of the Lord. He had to smite him on the side to wake him up. There's some of them out here, they just can, they just accept it where they're at. Well, I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to keep a praying. Yeah. I'm going to keep praying, Pammy. I believe I think the Lord's going to move in where they're shackled down and where they're in prison. I'm going to believe He's going to get the smite on some sides. Yes. Yes. Get up from where you're at. Get up from there. Get your sandals on. Gird yourself and get the following me out of this place. <laughs> I've been down there. I've been saved. I sure have. I've been bound down. I've been shackled down there. Don't you hesitate, old boy. Don't you hesitate. 
take you right quickly. Yes. Yes. sent to lead you. Who's that? That's the Spirit of God. That's His angel that come by your way yes. and trying to bring you out of where you're at. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying this. All I can think this season, I kept coming back to my mind the first time when God called me to preach. And I ain't here calling nobody to preach. I ain't, don't, I ain't doing that at all. But I want you to understand something. I stood up in Bethesda and read a scripture about Zacchaeus on a Sunday morning. And the Lord preached me on that before I noticed. And it wasn't just by chance. Zacchaeus heard Jesus was coming through. And he climbed up in the top of that tree because he wanted to see. Amen. And the only thing I can remember, and this is not boastful, don't you dare ever say it was, but I want you to see what God can do. I said some people weeping all through that house, and the next thing I know, you couldn't have took a step in the hour for the people that was up there praying. There's one in particular, and I wouldn't call her name for nothing. I still remember that girl's face. And everybody else on that Sunday morning. And my memory ain't worth a hoot no more. But I still remember her face. And I seen the face that Peter probably had down there in that prison. When the message first started coming. Started getting smote on the side a little bit. And the further the message went, she started hearing Dickie Samuel's on her. And the further the message went, gird yourself and get up from where the shackles is off of you and follow me. And I'll never forget that girl coming out of that house. She's sitting back where you are, then you know, that church up at the place. And I'll never forget that as long as I live. I ain't even announced my call to preach yet. I never get her coming out of there calling and piling up in that altar up there. And she started following the angel of the Lord. You can see each step. She's passing through the first ward. She's passing through the second ward. She's getting on up there and then she come to the iron gate. She come to that iron gate, son. And you know what? And it opened up and her own accord. She got in faith believing what God was going to do for her. And when she got up out of that altar that looked like the last thing that she wasn't going to get through, she had enough faith down in her life, Greg White, hey, that the gate opened because God Almighty opened the door and she was able to leave that old prison she once was dwelling in. <sighs> 
I long to see that. Oh, I long to see that. People that once knew the joy of freedom has allowed themselves to get taken prisoner. Oh, Peter didn't even believe it. He didn't believe what was happening to him according to the Word of God. He thought it was a vision. Hey, some people have been down there in prison so long they don't even believe God can get them out. And they get that little so bit of glimpse off of a pew somewhere in the church and God's saying, come on. Wake up. Get your sandals on. Gird yourself. I'm getting ready to open the doors. I've dropped some shackles off of you. Oh, you got to lose power, me. Hey, I'm going to tell you, there's pews after pews I've seen sitting full of people in that condition. Oh, Peter come through that last gate. You know where he made it down to? James' house. Then brought me up out of my prison. Get no hope. 
carnal mind says they're getting what they deserve. Yeah, yeah, there's consequences. There's consequences for turning your back on God. There's consequences from walking away from Him. But you know what He can do with you? He can restore you. He can restore you. He can put you right where you need to be in the house of God. That's what He can do. That's the man He restored in this. He's restored me. Celebrating with nobody. I've been here a long time. I ain't got homecoming like that right there. God help a spirit in somebody that's in the Father's house that'll be like it. That's all their new servants, buddy. Oh, what was the first thing that Father did? He ran out and fell on his neck, kissed him. How good it is to be a servant. Yes,
He didn't say, you filthy, nasty thing, you stink. Look what you've been wallowing in. He wasn't worried about what was all over. He's just worried about getting him back to the house where he gets off of him. He knows what's going to happen when he got him in the house, didn't he? No, he's getting washed up. He's getting cleaned up. He getting the smell right. He didn't bring him in there and leave him smelling like a hog, did he? No. He brought him in there and cleaned him up. Put a robe on him. Got his baby full with good things. Lord can bring our people back, church. Yeah. Yeah. He can bring them in here and he can clean them up. Yeah. He can get them smelling right, walking right, talking right. Eating on some good things again. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, we got to thinking about how good the food tasted at the father's house when he got all the way down. He lost everything he had. He lost everybody that he knew, and he was eating the slop. Yeah. We'll let you get down there. Well, He'll let you eat slop. We know how good it tastes at his table. Yeah. But just like Peter. He had to get up and he had to follow. Oh, yeah. My people had to get up and follow. They can die right where they're at if they don't, if they don't listen. Yeah. But God's going to extend a hand to bring them up. God will drop the shackles. You know what happened down there in that deep dark place? And also he turned the light on him. He turned the light on in your life. My prayer is today. Some of these that's out there. <coughs> I want to pray, pray, pray. Till I see them in here. Without ceasing. In faith, believe us. I want to tell you something. It ain't all of them sitting out there in the house tonight. They some sitting in here. Yes, sir. Sunday after Sunday. Wednesday after Wednesday. It's just as far away from God as they can be. Him in a prison, not thinking they're ever going to get out of it. God smites them on the side. That's what the Lord laid on my heart tonight. That's my prayer. You know what the Lord wanted to do? He wanted to bring people out of the bottom of heaven. And that's what it ought to be the heart of the church. Oh, yes. To bring our people out of the bondage that they're in. Even our saved people. Oh, yes. Just return back and try to live their own ways again. They ain't happy with Because they know how good it is. They know how good it is at the Father's house. Peter was happy. When he got back down there to the house of James with God's people. And he continued on preaching the gospel. That's what the Lord gave us.